Grain to Glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Yeah. A little NSYNC intro. I liked it, man. Like, the, <laughs> the like, according to our mothers. I Mama, do. you love me. You know she do. You know she do. She do it right. <laughs> so, All right, guys. Uh, this is the first time Rick and I have actually had a chance to record in multiple weeks. Yeah, a while. Which is why there was no uh, episode last week. Sorry about that, guys. <coughs> but we are back on track uh, with our with with today's episode. We're going to be talking about Lichtenhainer. Yeah, we're getting jiggy uh, with it now. We're getting jiggy with it. But before we do that, man, what have you been up to? What do you mean? We haven't talked oh, beer-related. In beer-related, man. Like, yeah. What have you um, been up to? Went out to Sheboygan last weekend. Oh, Sheboygan. With the lady. That's where she's from. And uh, Sprecker, we stopped there. Did you hit up three sheeps while you are out there? No, I did not. We didn't have a whole lot of time. Friends. I did think about it. Did you but think about it real hard? Yeah. Well, over Christmas, I think we're going to go out there if they're open. Oh, Because okay. we're going a couple days early, so. No, we didn't have a lot of time. Because we had to do a bunch of family stuff for Thanksgiving Ugh. stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> First time I met her dad and stuff. Oh, that's cool. So there was that. Um, but yeah, we stopped at Sprecker's and some pretty solid beers out there that they're making. I've only had, like before this, I've only ever had their sodas. Oh, okay. And I guess I didn't even know they brewed beer until I she brought it up. Because oh. she was like, well, let's go watch the game at Sprecker's. And I was like... Oh, the soda bar. All right. Want to drink beer, though. And she's like, yeah, they have a lot of beer. I've had a few of their beers that I wasn't the biggest fan of. There was one that I had, and I maybe I'll talk about it next week so I can look it up, but I'm not going to spend time looking it up right now. But uh, they had one that was real good, and their tap handles are super cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they have. it's like their... The, I don't like their Pegasus or Winged Lion or whatever it is. I can't remember okay. what it is. But the tap handles like that, but they're all different colors and it's like a bust of it. Oh, that's sweet. And they're like sparkly color painted, Ooh. which is a little gay, but it's cool. But it's sparkly. Yeah. it's They looked super cool. Yeah. Like I really liked their tap handles. And they, I think they were wood. So I think oh, it was nice. like carved because they didn't look like plasticky. So they they were super cool, but went there their uh, their tap room there or whatever. I don't know if that's where they brew it because they have a few different places. So I don't know where it's actually brewed. Okay, but the lady at the Sheboygan place was super cool. But I think she has like some sort of uh, schizophrenia or su- severe ADHD or something because she would not stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> she was just talking and talking and talking and she like we started talking about football a little bit and sh- then she just went off and like had this conspiracy theory about football that I didn't even follow cuz I wasn't trying to engage but she had a like she had a conspiracy theory about the NFL and she definitely thought they were out to get some folks so that was weird yeah that sounded um, very weird she was super nice but a little strange but the kind of like the, the amount of strange where it's like amusing, so it was fine. But 
Yeah, they had a couple of good beers. There was one that was really good. The rest were like, this is fine. Yeah, just good. You know, just uh, yeah, yeah. So that's about it. Um, I haven't done anything else. I looked at Spencer's mead that he's got brewing in the basement. Yeah, how's that looking? It's there's one I took a little sniff. It's real yeah. sneaky, and smells. Oh, amazing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I can't wait I don't until know what he's, he put he's in ready it. to come on the show and yeah. reveal those. I don't know what he put in it, but it was, like, spiced and stuff. I think it's, like, a Christmas blend that he's making. Okay. And it smelled like Christmas. Ooh. And it was pretty good. It's, well, it smelled pretty good. Uh, but it's funny, like, how mead brews or ferments. It looks atrocious. Oh, yeah. It looks nasty. <laughs> like, I went down there. I was like, oh, these things look infected as balls so i'm like looking at it, i'm like oh i'd probably dump my beer if it looked like this right so that's why i took a sniff and i was like nope okay well, i'm glad you weren't here that's when weird. i kegged the uh the pumpkin now yeah yeah i was <laughs> I I, like it looked nasty and like so i like i pulled the sample and i'm like i think i'm gonna have to dump this and i tasted it and i didn't taste any in, like obvious infection so yeah. we'll see how she goes yeah it turns out we're gonna no, have pumpkin this... beer in december nice <laughs> perfect timing <laughs> Yeah, this thing looked like like death was floating on it. It was like gray, uh-huh. like just this giant blob. And I was like, that's gross. But it smelled good. And then I looked it up, and it was like basically, yeah, mead looks nasty. And I was like, okay, well. I wasn't like going to go down there and dump all his mead without talking to him yeah, anyway. Yeah. But I was going to be like, dude, that stuff is no. something's wrong. Well, yeah. But like, well, the sours look the same way. They have like floaty shit on it. Like yeah. once they once they gets that pellicle on there, yeah. it looks like a brain floating in there. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah, kind of. But it smelled good, and I think he told me about that happening to him before, where he was gonna dump it, but then he didn't because mm-hmm. he found out that's how it's supposed to be. So it looked it smelled good, and the rest of them looked not quite as bad as that one. So they're probably good. I, don't, I just I'm not familiar with mead brewing, so yeah. I don't know much about it. I just happened to be down there, like working on the cat litter box. Sweet. And then I was like, "Whoa, what's that?" So, other than that, I mean, I haven't been up to too much. I got, I've drank, you know, my standard beers. Had a few beers here and there. Nothing spectacular yeah. or new. Sweet. So. Yeah, uh, let's see. What what have I? Let's see. Since the last time we recorded, I went to Florida for a week. Yep. Uh, nothing. Nothing like super exciting beer related there. Just drank a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So nothing. Nothing super spectacular there. Came back. Uh, we had Mike O'Hara after Thanksgiving. We had Mike O'Hara from Swinging Bridge on the show on Department of Defense. So if you guys haven't listened to that, listen to last week's episode of Department of Defense. Yeah. We we did a lot of beer nerding out while everyone just kind of <laughs> stared, like their eyes glossed over. Uh, it was their first bottle release. So yeah, uh, the Captain Trips uh, Coconut uh, Stout. Yeah. I thought about coming up for that because I saw you post a picture. Yep, but it was, was, it was really home. good. Uh, it's not one that I would sit on, so I didn't buy any bottles of it. Sure, but on tap, it's really good if they still have some on tap. I might try it. I, I was already at home out. and in my robe. And yeah, I was like, nah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, tried Bourbon County that night. The, oh yeah, uh, the, uh, the 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 twenty seventeen. And fun fact. Uh, we stopped at, or Carlos and I stopped at the liquor store on Wednesday on our way to the bottle share at Pitchfork that night. Yeah. And bottle of, uh, they had uh, 2016 sitting there for sale. Nice. So Carlos and I each picked up a bottle of 2016, Bourbon County, and we cracked one of those that night. Aged amazingly. Unfortunately, 
Like, so I showed up with that, and I'm the hero of the bottle share. I'm feeling real good, real high, you know, just like, woo, I'm the best. I love me. Then fucking Mike Frisk shows up. He's sitting in the back. Like, I see him in the back. At, like, uh, he's, he's in the brewery, like, with yeah. a bunch of little tiny glasses, and he's, like, pouring something. I'm like, what in the world is that dude doing? Like, first of all, he had just shown up. I'm like, oh, hey, Mike. And he's like, one minute. And I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> Business to conduct. Comes out. He just poured a bunch of samples of Utopias from Sam Adams. Yeah. That's the $200, yeah. like, oh, man. So you were the hero for a little bit. I was the hero until he showed up. <laughs> and then I was not worthy. <laughs> it was a bummer. But it happens. You were a has-been then. Right? So, yeah, no, Utopias was surprisingly good. That shit is smooth. Yeah. I was, I, you could not, like, you couldn't really tell that it was... You know, thirty percent ABV or whatever it was, like it was super smooth and caramely and sweet and yeah, it was yeah, it was ridiculous. <coughs> Sorry, you okay there, man? I inhaled some saliva. Oh yeah, don't do that. It's like that's like snorting beer, just not something you should do, but something yeah. that happens every once in a while. <coughs> Gosh dang me. Uh yeah, other than that, I'm getting ready for Vanilla Rose and the Pitchfork thing that's this weekend one that I want to go to. Yeah, so Vanilla Rose is tomorrow at noon. <laughs> I suppose you're working though, right? Yeah, I work tomorrow, so that's one I can't make. But oh well. Well, I mean, Jake Tom's going. I mean, if yeah, and he's gonna buy me some bottles, so I might be able to part with one of those for you, man. Otherwise, oh, it'll be on tap all weekend. So, <coughs> gosh dang it. Calm okay, down, I think man. I'm good. All right, take um, a sip of beer. You know. Yeah, you got it. Um, get that. Get that all. Soothed out, and then uh, we're doing the uh, we're doing a five year vertical of Vanilla Rose as well uh, tomorrow night, and we're going to be broadcasting that live. So, well, you guys, it will have already happened. So, watch uh, this past weekend's Department of Offense. Well, I can sit there and watch it from work. You sure can. <laughs> I would. <laughs> you'll get real pissed <laughs> off in the chat, though. Yeah, probably won't watch it. All right, so. We have a previous beer to taste because it's been so long. We have a bunch of shit fermented and like <laughs> ready to go. That's the that's the one silver lining. So uh, we're going to talk about our dark mild. Uh, just a quick uh, throw up on this one. Uh, the the grist on it was four pounds of Maris Otter, two pounds of Crystal sixty, and one pound of Crystal fifteen. Uh, and then we used an ounce of Fuggle at 60 minutes, and we fermented with London Ale yeast. So our OG was 10.36, and we finished it out Finished out um, just under 10.10. It was like 10.09, 10.08. So coming in right at 3.5%. Just a real ah, good, nice, easy drinker, nice easy which drink. is what we're going to need tonight uh, with all these yeah. shows that we're doing. All right. Um, so overall impression, we're looking for a dark, low-gravity, malt-focused British Session Ale, readily suited to drinking in quantity. Refreshing yet flavorful with a wide range of dark malt or sugar expression. Beautiful. So the aroma we're looking for would be a low to moderate malt aroma and may have some fruitiness. The malt expression can take on a wide range of character, which can include caramel, toffee, grainy, toasted, nutty, chocolatey, or lightly roasted. Little to no hop aroma, earthy or floral if present, very low to no diacetyl. We don't like diacetyl. No, no, we don't want that butter popcorn. You're getting a better sniff out of that sample. Yeah, just a little bit. I, I've been warming it yeah. up because this is a little cold. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, what? 
Oh, toffee. Uh, big toffee. Yeah, big toffee. toffee. A, a little, maybe a hint of fruit, but not much. Uh, but yeah, toffee and caramel. subtle fruit deep in um, there. A little bit of nut. Yeah, it's kind of nutty. That's... Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah I'm getting... Not, it's, it's not a... It's not like a hugely aromatic beer. No. You gotta, you gotta really dig into it. Yeah, and it's gotta be kind of warmed up. Yeah. <coughs> I can't smell a thing cold. Um, yeah, so it's it's pretty pretty gosh darn good. Pretty smelling. gosh darn good. Yeah. Uh, yay or nay on the aroma? Aroma? We got it. I think I think we hit it. We got it, man. No diacetyl in there, yeah. so that's good as we always hope for. So boom, right. yeah. All right, before we uh, keep going in here, we just poured Pete a glass. We got, beer down yeah. here. We got the Pete. We got Pete down here on mic five. Pete, was that you up there that dropped something? Yeah, I dropped my cell phone into my coat pocket while I was taking it off, and then I was like, shit, it didn't fall out, so I lifted it up a little, and then it shot out. <laughs> I go ahead and pull that mic down. And, uh, Pete's been on the show before, but it's been a while. Pete's yeah, been a while, dude. Yeah. It's what's been going on here. Yeah, you know, not a whole lot, man. We've been just drinking beer and talking about beer. Uh, so just, uh, just a little quick recap. Uh, this is a dark mild. Uh, it's a dark, low-gravity, malt-focused British session ale, uh, readily suited to drinking in quantity. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we we just got over, or we just got finished with aroma. So now we're going to go into appearance. So uh, uh, wait, no, you got. I'm it. on appearance. Copper to dark brown or mahogany in color. Uh, a few paler examples, uh, medium amber to light brown exist. Generally clear, although is traditionally unfiltered, low to moderate, off-white to tan head. Retention may be poor. Retention is fairly poor. Yep. But it's pretty spotty. That is that is clear. Like yeah, you look. Yeah, I was looking at that. She's clear. She's very clear. Uh, yeah, she's. What what would you say here? Is this? It's not quite copper. It's a little darker than that. No. Yeah, it's they, like a dark copper. Usually, copper is like almost like a little red looking to in the light. Amber. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say more more close to amber. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of an amber color. All right. So appearance, yay or nay? Um. Copper to dark brown. Yeah, we're in there. Yeah. Pete, Clear. what do you think about yeah. appearance? Oh uh, yay. Yay. Head yeah. retention is poor. Yeah, we all got right. it all. We got appearance and aroma. <coughs> all right. She's got it. Now all. the important one. This is the important one. A flavor. Generally a malty beer, although may have a very wide very wide range of malt and yeast-based flavors. Malty, sweet, caramel, toffee, toast, nutty, chocolate, coffee, roast, fruit, licorice, plum, raisin, can finish sweet to dry. Versions with darker malts may have dry roasted finish. Low to moderate bitterness Enough to provide some balance, but not enough to overpower the malt. Fruity esters, moderate to none. Diacetyl and hot flavor, low to none. Ah, let's see. All right, um, I get... Malty. Yeah, I get I get a little bit of toffee. Yep. Um, and then, like, almost like a... a burnt toast is, is wrong, but maybe like a biscotti? Like, you know, like that... Like, almost like a burnt cookie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... Biscotti is a good descriptor of it. Okay. <clears throat> it's kind of like, not like <clears throat> like burnt sugar, but like caramelized kind of. Like, yeah, like you know, over-caramelized bread. Yeah, something like that. But not burnt. Just like yeah, on kind of a border where it still tastes good. Yep. 
Low bitterness. <coughs> Very low. Um, but I mean, it's it's not sweet though. The beer's right. not. Yeah. Right. Nope. It's very well balanced. It, it, I mean, it, it tips towards the, but I, don't, I keep going back for more. Yeah, oh yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. stupidly drinkable. She's yeah, very an easy drinker. Man. One at three and a half percent, she should be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> yeah. Girl. Yep. Oh no, you weren't here for that part. That's yeah. it's not your fault. All right. Um, flavor, yay or nay? I think we got the flavor. Yeah. Pete, sure. Oh yeah. Yay. I'm going to give it a yay, too. All right, that's aroma, appearance, flavor. One more. Where would you say it finishes, though? This? This is finishes... Because it can be sweet to dry, so we, we've still got the flavor. I just... It finishes not, pretty dry. Fin- yeah, but it's not... like I've It's had, still there, though. Yeah. yeah I get that, that roasted biscotti yeah. caramelization <laughs> at the end. Yeah, not I, really a... It's you get it like a little dry, but it's there's enough. There I'd say to, moderately dry. Yeah, yeah, it dries out, but you still have that flavor. It, it there. still mm-hmm. feels yeah. refreshing. Yep. Like you know where you get those super dry beers where yep. you drink it and you're like, well, now I'm more thirsty than when I started. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, know it's I was not so like that by any means. It's refreshing. Yeah. But it doesn't stay on your palate forever. All right. <clears throat> Rick. Oh, no, I'm doing Malfiorni. Yep. Light to medium body, generally low to medium low carbonation. Roast-based versions may have a light astringency. Sweeter versions may seem to have a rather full mouthfeel for the gravity. This is light body. Yes, it is. Uh, and low yeah, carbonation. Sure. Yeah, it's pretty low carbonation. Um, no astringency because we didn't use roast. Um, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, it hits the mouthfeel. Perfect. Yeah, <clears throat> we're thumbs we're thumbs up across Yay. the board. Thumbs up yeah. across the board. Yeah, this is another green check on the board. There sure is not another have to rebrew, but probably want to rebrew. Yeah, it's one of those oh, yeah. in that category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this one. It's a good category to be in. Yeah, Do you want some more, Pete? Sure. Is it because I mean I'm going to ask the noob questions yeah, here? No, that's that's good. We need those. So yeah. being three point five percent is just like less sugar or less fermentation time. Uh, less sugar. Okay. Less starting sugar. Gotcha. So same. So two weeks or whatever. Uh, yeah. This that. one. I think this one sat for five or six. Yeah. Oh, primary. really? Yeah. Okay. Because I ran. I got behind. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. So it's just less stuff for the yeast to munch on. Yep. Yeah. So, so like the, the longer you leave it in there, um, like as long as long as you're out of there before like the two month mark, usually at the homebrew scale, uh, the longer you leave it in there, uh, what yeast. What the yeast can, it just keeps, like, cleaning up stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, not necessarily sugars, but other compounds that can add off flavors and stuff like that. It'll just make it a more mature beer. Sure. Hmm. Does that change the uh, <clears throat> opacity at all? Um, not really. No? Okay. Uh, what what's that's going to do... Uh, what That's more, uh, like, if you cold crash it, how, like, how much the yeast flocculates out of suspension and stuff okay. like that. Okay. Gotcha. Or if you had gelatin and findings like that, that's gonna okay. that's gonna clarify your beer. All right, Rick, will you grab that bomber? I would be happy to. Remember, it's in the kegerator. The Lichtenheiner. The Lichtenheiner. This does not sound. Is the Lichtenheiner great. in there? Yeah, man, the Fair State one. Is it really? Yep. <coughs> Fuck! I thought I got rid of all those. Uh, no, no, I bought I bought this one today. Oh, okay. Where? Did, oh, at Total. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I had to. Didn't want to. Had to. Rick is gonna love this. Beer. He is not gonna love this beer. <laughs> I I looked over the 
impression, and I was not impressed. But <laughs> all right, so this is before. another historical beer. All right, come on. Actually, I probably just should have searched Lichtenheiner. That would have been faster, but then I would have to spell Lichtenheiner. All right. <laughs> Uh, the one going around the table right now is from Fair State <laughs> Brewing, a brewery in Minneapolis, uh, known for their sours. It's what they do. It is what they do. And the <laughs> so yeah, this this will be this will be interesting. So the Lichtenhainer is a sour smoked lower gravity historical german wheat beer <laughs> complex yet refreshing character due to high attenuation and carbonation along with low bitterness and moderate sourness all right yeah. so this one has an abv of 5.1 so a little higher than you would think it's um, worth noting that there are no commercial examples on here yes there are no commercial examples uh we and this one something. is 100% barrel fermented with uh, 100% beech wood and oak smoked uh, sour wheat malt. So this is essentially, the, the style oh. is Lichtenhainer? Yeah. Okay, yep. that is news to me. So it's supposed to be <laughs> This one is supposed sour? to be sour. Okay. Um, the other one, the, the Pivo. Well, right, right. That Pivo, one is that not supposed to be sour. Right, right. And okay. they soured that one. So basically, this is a soured Pivo. Okay, yeah. Because it's, it's basically the same malt bill. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, just I'm excited about headed. that actually. The fact that Lichtenhainer is an actual Whoa. style. Okay. <laughs> All right. Whoa. Rick, you wanna you wanna <laughs> slam us with some aroma here? I'm okay. Uh, moderately strong, fresh, smoky aroma, light hints of sourness. Nope. Medium low fruity esters, possibly apples or lemons. Moderate bready grainy malt. The smoke character is stronger than the bready notes, and the smoke has a dry character, like the remnants of an old fire, not a greasy smoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, looking <coughs> at our commercial example here, smoke is strong. Yeah, immediately smoke like is strong. This, like, that's that's all I get immediately yeah. with uh, with like a little bit of citrus on the back end. Yeah, I was gonna say the lemon. I was gonna say citrus right away, but when he said lemon, I was like, yeah, that's it, definitely lemon. Yeah, I get lemony sourness and smoke. Like yep. you smell this and you know, you it's know what's like, in here. You don't even have to breathe. You just put it your nose under it, and it's like it's like acid, pure acid. Yeah, yeah. it smells like acid. Yeah, uh, it's definitely. <laughs> More sour than I think this the the traditional. It smells yeah, more yeah. sour yeah. than it's than the aroma says it should. I think, but yeah, um, the smoke is a good character though. Like it's a good like uh, <clears throat> apple. It is a nice smoke character. Doesn't it is, smell. It is dry like, too. I think. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, it's dry smoke. It does. Sm I mean, that's a weird descriptor, but it does smell like an old fire. Yeah. It doesn't smell like a greasy smoke. No greasy smokes here. Like Just it doesn't smell it like on. like bacon smoke or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like if you spill it on yourself, fire. man. It'll be on there for. <sighs> uh, no, it's, it's gonna be it's, all you smell. No, for like it's a week. Uh, it's you know it's it's the new cologne. You know, you take some, rub it behind your ears. There, the smokiness you're good for a while. <laughs> yeah, I have a fire Sounds every gross. night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, appearance: uh, tall, off-white head, rocky and persistent, deep yellow to light gold color, fair clarity, maybe somewhat hazy. Um, our heads dissipated pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, right. I think it is, that's it is the, pretty persistent, though. It may be giving I mean, it's, it. It's, 
a better it's more pour. effervescent yeah but yeah like pouring it in a better glass yeah might be yeah a big part of uh, it but too. the other thing might be the acidity too <coughs> that might it be could cutting be down some of the head head retention i think it might be a combination but yeah no it is beautifully piss colored um <laughs> it is uh, it's it's like this 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 pale yellow um yeah slightly hazy but mm-hmm. you expect that with 100% wheat yeah it's hazy all right now the important part rick flavor your favorite part moderately strong fruity flavor possibly lemons or apples moderate intensity clean lactic tartness More no intensity. funk similar smoky character as aroma dry firewood or dry wood fire <clears throat> Medium strength, dry finish with acidity and smoke in the aftertaste. Low bitterness. The acidity is providing the balance, not hops. Fresh, clean palate and slightly puckery aftertaste. The wheat character is on the low side. The smoke and acidity are more prominent in the balance. The lemony tart green apple flavor is strongest in the finish, with with smoke a close second. Complex. I am actually surprised at how much I like this beer. I know, right? Holy cow. That is nowhere near as sour as I thought it was going to be. I know. It's like an immediate sour. It's not like a lingering yeah. like, tang in your mouth. It's, I mean, it's it's more sour than Rickle-like. Yeah. Uh, and But we're getting him closer to liking sours. I just have to, we have to ease it, ease it yeah. into him. But uh, I like I like how this smelled. I was expecting like just to punch you in the face. That's because the last one was like that. Yeah. And le- there was less of the, like, the, the firewoody... Yeah, taste to like, it. It was more just like, you know, like bacon smoke, or smoky bacon or whatever. I feel like time. the smoke is kind of mellow, like taking the edge off of some of that sour. Yeah. I like that aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Just that green apple. Yeah, green apple with smoke. Yeah. Like smoked apples. Never had that. Is that a thing? The aftertaste tastes like you mm-hmm. took an apple and like... Roasted it over a roasted fire. Roasted it on a campfire. Yeah. That's what it tastes like. Hmm. I didn't know smoked apples was a thing. <clears throat> or, well, roasted apples. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know people did that. Yeah. Over a campfire, they're real good. They're huh. warm and have to try soft. Yeah. That's what it tastes like happened to this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right away, um, you get you get uh, you get that wood character. Now that I'm on the three sip. Yep. Three sips. Uh, yeah, you get wood and lemon right at the top, and then it just fades into that roasted apple. Yeah. Yeah. It does taste like wood. But not in a bad way. Just no, not like wood. you're not like you're eating a stick. What do you no, want? It's like not a sati. <laughs> no fucking sati. <laughs> Rick, did it say no funk or low funk? Low no or funk. no funk. No funk. Okay. That's good cuz the last one seemed a little funky. I think yep. they let Yeah, it this go a one's crazy. pretty clean lactic. Yeah. yeah. Like the one from 8 months ago was just <laughs> Was that the, the Pivo that we tried that one night? No. Nope. Oh, okay. That was, I mean, we've, I don't know if you guys had this one. Though. I don't think we did. Okay. Because I had, I had this in one night. I, I had a Lichtenheiner, I think it was. And then it was like a, a berry smoked sour stout. Any more, was, man? Yeah, I'll do some more, actually. This one's really not that sour once you get like three sips. And do the three that, sip that three rule. sip rule. You have like, yeah, it's very important. <clears throat> well, that's why I didn't say anything until I got there. Yeah. It's yeah, still I'm, like a little more sour than I typically like, but to a degree that's not like I won't drink it and it's actually pretty drinkable. I yeah, I can't believe how drinkable this is. I was really I was really worried about this beer. 
Yeah. And Dude, that head goes away just like that. Yeah. Yeah. No chance. It's vanished. I think this one still might have a little bit more sourness than it's supposed to. Yep, but it's not um, a bad thing. It fits. No, it, it, it works. I, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, mouthfeel. Uh, tingly acidity. Really, guy? <laughs> tingly? Tingly's your word now? <sighs> Feels a little tingly. Every description. There has to be one. Uh, high carbonation, medium to medium white body. Yeah. Yeah. This tastes like that. Yep. So the comments. <clears throat> Served young. Smoke and sour is an unusual combination that is not for everyone. No, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> I was very concerned when I read that, and I was mm-hmm. like, smoke and sour, great. Two things I don't like. Let's put them together. Yeah, and actually not a kind of a winning combination. Well, they did the smoke right. Yep. It doesn't taste like liquid smoke. Yes. Like a lot of beers do. We've had that. And it's not like... It's a sour that works with it. If it was like a, like a funky sour, it would not. No, go well no, with like the a bread would not be good here. It would not work with the smoke. But like the clean lactic sourness, it's just sour with no like real sour flavor, mm-hmm. and it's working with the wood or the yeah. smoke. So it works well that way, and I think they kind of even balance each other pretty well. Like the smoke takes that sour edge off. And the sourness provides, like, my mouth doesn't feel dry from smoke or something. <clears throat> it actually works pretty well together. I like it. All right. Originating, or the history, <coughs> originating in Lichtenhain in Thurging, 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 Just skip that and say Central Germany. Central Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Height of popularity was towards the end of the 1800s and was widely available throughout Central Germany. (laughs) Skipping that word. (laughs) Like a pre-1840 Berliner Weiss. Yes, I was there when they made the pre-1840 Berliner Weiss. Oh, do you remember 1839? That was a good year for Berliner Weiss. I remember drinking those. (laughs) I like that they use a reference no one can understand. (laughs) Right. It's kind of like a a Berliner Weiss from like 70 years before you were born. Oh, yeah, those. This is way more than seventy years. Before I don't. You. I was. I was just <laughs> like one hundred and seventy like, years before you were born. Oh, I, I was thinking nineteen forty. <laughs> My bad. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, like two hundred years ago. Remember that? Oh, that's a real good year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Give me some characteristic ingredients. Some characteristic ingredients on this bad boy: uh, smoked barley malt, wheat malt, lactobacillus, top fermenting yeast. Grists vary, but the wheat would typically be 30 to 50%. So that's something we can go off of. Yep. <coughs> uh, in the same general historical lower alcohol, top fermenting Central European wheat beer family as Goza, Grodzitski, and Berliner Weiss, has elements of all of them, but having its own unique balance. Sour and smoke is not found in any of the other beers. Not as acidic as a Berliner, probably more uh, more like a smoked Goza without coriander and salt, or a Grodzitski uh, with Goza-like acidity. Eh. It's kind of weird style comparisons. Like, it's like this, but with this stuff and not that, and it's not like this. Yeah, they're kind of like talking themselves in a circle. Yeah, it it's like. kind of, it feels like reaching a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But 
I, I guess it might also be because I'm not familiar with any of these styles very well. Uh, well, we have made all three of those. I don't know a lot about them. Like, we made them, and I don't drink them often. It's true. And it's not like I remember everything about every beer we've brewed. You should. That's why we're doing it. You know, it's probably because there's, like, nothing close to this. Oh, it's pr- at I mean, all. I have not tasted... We've brewed all those. I've not tasted anything uh, like I'm this. putting this yeah. under Berliner Weiss style on Brewtoad. I think that's... Does it not know this one? It does not. Brewtoad, you got to get your stuff together. We, we're having to work around y'all. And we don't like yeah. it. <clears throat> well, it's a sour wheat beer with smoke. So, Berliner Weiss, right? I mean, that's or, yeah, probably the yeah. closest to stick it under. I'm going to go through some vital stats here. You do that while uh, I get this ready. I've used 5 to 12. SRM of 3 to 6. Uh, OG, 1032 to 1040. Final gravity of 1004 to 1008. And an ABV of 3.5 to 4.7. So one of those lower alcohol beers that I've really become fond of as of late. So I can just have one and then still go about my day. Yeah. Or seven. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Whichever way you swing it, you can have less and do more. Yeah. Or you can have more and do less. Or you can have more and do more. (laughs) Well, for some, yes. With these, you can really have more and do more. You really can. <laughs> it's like the uh, Gatorade of beer. <laughs> yeah. It's only missing electrolytes. Or can add electrolytes. That's, That's going to be what plants crave. Like, probably not a bad idea. <laughs> those, those beer marathons that they do, where you have to chug a beer or whatever and then run a marathon. This would be a shit beer to chug. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. Good. I mean, that is, that is what we call a vomit can. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. uh, what kind of OG <laughs> round though? For? We're like ten thirty two to ten forty, right? Uh, OG. Yep, ten thirty two to ten forty. Oh, I way overshot that. KC. I undershot that. KC. Just right. Well, hang on. Do we want to go in here? Come do we, on. Do we want to go more smoked or more wheat? Um, I don't know. Let's because we we have to go one pound either way. Let's go a little higher on the wheat. I'd say. We don't want to get too much smoke. That would be a disaster. All right. Okay. So, grist. Three pounds of smoked malt. Four pounds of wheat malt. Yeah. All right. No hops. That's it? No, no hops. No hops. No hops. No hops. So what the heck do you do? You do? That's a weird one I thought I wouldn't be saying very much. <laughs> no hops. Right. I got to look at our... Uh, at my notes for the Berliner, because we did a lot of stuff with that one, and I got to remember all of the souring crap that we did there. Souring crap. It's a technical it term. Hey, man, that was our 18th brew, okay? That was a long time ago. Yeah, where are we at now? What's this one this is This is number 39. <clears throat> you guys are, like, almost halfway there, or you are halfway there? We're well, just about there. Just about halfway there. One more beer? Yeah. Or something? Uh, the Berliner, or uh, Lichtenheiner will be 39, and so the beer we brew right after that will be 40. Okay. And that'll be a celebration. All right, so we did, we did a mash sour on that, right? Yes. And you have your brew belts, right? I do, yep. Okay, we're going to need those because it's winter time now, so keeping it at 100 degrees is going to be a little rough. Wait, 100 brew belts? degrees? You mean like something you put over it? Yeah, to insulate it or something? yeah, we we have, we have to we have to get it above ninety. Yeah, but what's a brew belt? It's like a, a little it's heater. a little like belt that's heated. Oh, we could also use an electric blanket and wrap that around it. 
Electric blankets aren't warm enough, are they? Well, with the brew belts. Yeah. You're not we talking about both. during the boil, right? No, no, no. We're talking about, uh, so what we're going to do. Oh. Uh, is we're we're going to do a, what we call a a mash sour. Um, or, actually, well, yeah, I don't want to do tooth mounts. I like this. All right. Because this is what we did before. So we're going to mash as normally. And uh, then we're going to, oh, you know what? We did a combination of these, didn't we? We did the wart sour. I want to say you're right on that. Yeah, we mashed as normal, then we boiled for 15 to 20 minutes, then we dropped the temp down to 95, moved it to the fermentation vessel, then we fermented with lacto for two for two to three days. Um, then we did another boil to kill that off. Right. Or no, 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 we didn't. We didn't do the second boil. We just pitched the Saccharomyces. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, we just uh, did the we just did a short boil on it. I remember. Yeah, the fifteen minutes that day. <clears throat> yeah, and it wasn't a two day process, which we liked. It mm-hmm. was easy. We never killed off the lacto, but that wasn't really a problem for us because our balloon vice turned out amazingly. Um, yeah, we just we let it go until it reached the pH that we wanted. Yeah, so we're gonna do that. We're going to wart sour this again because that is tried and true for us. Yeah. All right. So that means I need some lacto. Lacto. Lactobacillus, Bacillus. from uh, And then what do we want for our primary yeast to be? Just like I'm thinking just like a German wheat. Top fermenting yeast. Well, so that would be a lager. Yeah. I just want, I'm going to go with the, well. What, do, what did we use on the. That's what I'm looking for. Advice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that kettle souring wort? Uh, we're doing a wort sour. Kettle souring slightly different. Kettle souring. Uh, I actually have the notes on all of these. I think kettle souring. Kettle souring is you mash as normal. You boil for fifteen to twenty minutes. Drop the temp to ninety five. Mm-hmm. Pitch lacto or add in unmashed mill grain and let you then you let it stand in the kettle for one to two days. Uh, then you boil, hop, and ferment as usual. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> yeah, so we had we we had uh we had mash souring, kettle souring, wart souring, uh we had the no boil and we had artificial souring. Yeah, there were some ones that got like real involved. Yeah, in and we just did not want to do that. So that's no. doing the souring like before it's put in, right? So like your sour like the if I understand correctly. Uh so it is souring like before it's put into the fermentation vessel, yes. Oh, okay. Yep. And so we're going to sour in the fermentation vessel. So it's like a sour concentrate. No. Then, oh, okay. No. Well, <laughs> nope. No. Got her all no, wrong. That's, like, that's, got that's, her that's, no, that's so that's the artificial souring where you oh. just where you just dump acid into it until it's as sour as you like. Right. But then you don't get as complex or as interesting of a sour. Hmm. Yeah, it's okay. just that straight sourness. Yep. That is like kind of jammed into it. All right, um, Berliner Weiss. Here we go. And we like to do things. Oh, we use German ale, so we're gonna use okay. that. Let's do that then. That's what I like. Yeah, that, I like uh, doing something that worked that, last that time. The ten oh seven. Cool. So yeah, we are kind of uh, taking our uh, Piwo recipe and our Berliner recipe and marrying them into one. And then we're gonna get a Lichtenheiner. A Lichtenheiner. A Lichtenhain. Lichtenseheiner. Lichtenhain. Lichtenhain. Uh, all right. What? <laughs> <laughs> I added yeast. 
You need to have this on. Oh, hang on. All grain. There we go. All grain. Okay. All well, grain, baby. this uh, Bruto doesn't know what to do with this. It's saying zero percent ABV. <laughs> So we're just gonna save that and call our good. ROG's on point. So, oh, ABV must be between one percent and thirty percent when publishing recipes. Well, it's this is all your fault. Well, it's not our fault. You don't know what it is, Brutoad. Yeah, why do you suck, Brutoad? <laughs> Brutoad probably works real great for making normal stuff. Okay. Um, all right, I'm gonna have to put this in Beersmith and go that way. But I'll do that off air because we don't need to sit here and listen to me to do that yes we have our final recipe it is three pounds of smoked malt uh four pounds of wheat malt um and then we're going to use lactobacillus and german ale yeast awesome real real easy oh you also can't use hops when you're doing um this type of sour because the hops will inhibit the lactobacillus oh yes they like killing bugs yeah actually yeah that's originally why you used hops was to it was a shelf stabilizer mm-hmm. yeah i remember talking about that with yeah. ipas and stuff it was fun all right uh i think now we do this then right all right guys thanks for tuning in again uh, if you like this show make sure you check out our other shows uh we have department of offense we are doing brewery month brewery month. Uh, the, oh, the, the, the f- like four weeks of breweries in a row it's gonna be a lot of fun you guys will really enjoy that uh if you like music check out Soundwaves with carlos and matt and if you like dungeons and dragons check out tabletop theater and you can tabletop theater. you know listen to us play dungeons and dragons if you'd like to support us head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today uh, if you're gonna do any amazon shopping and we know you are first head on over to blindnerdstudios.com click on the amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. do your amazon shopping as normal and you get a bit of a kickback from amazon guys it's christmas time right? do your amazon shopping give us a christmas gift you don't even pay for exactly it just comes off their profit uh, if you have any uh, questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash studios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>